0: Hollinger tweeted, courtside Mike picked up somebody on the Wolves yelling hell no as Jackson Hayes stepped into a three. (laughs) (laughs) You guys
1: ready to start? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 81, Monday night, October 4th, 2021. Thank you for listening. We are the number one sports and entertainment podcast in the world. Tonight with me is Bo Brady coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey,
2: how's it going?
1: What up, Bo? Feels good to be number one. Finally. And then in studio is Brian Clark. I don't know what you
0: heard about me. (laughs) Let's
1: see, what are we going to do tonight? We're going to talk about Vegas over-unders for the NBA season totals. Team by team. We've got a movie review. I forgot to do what our headlines and teasers are, so I don't really know. Folks should visit our website. I know that. It's houseofhoops.com. It's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There you can find links to social media. You can find our episodes to listen to. There's a shop you can visit buy a shirt. I don't know. We hope you enjoy tonight. So uh what's going on, Bo? How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Excellent. How are you?
1: Doing well. Hanging in there.
2: What have you been up to this week, man? A bunch of the usual. Kids going to school. This weekend in St. Paul in Minneapolis was the marathon weekend. The uh, marathon goes right by my house. So that's pretty cool. And there's Saturday, the events are the 5K and the 10K and the kids run. And then Sunday is the full marathon and 10-mile race. And I ran in the 10 mile race, so that was fun. Oh, you ran in the
1: in the uh actual thing. Yeah, was that what you um, sent me earlier this week? Was your stats? Yeah my race time. Oh yeah, you didn't do very great. <laughs> you don't think? What'd you finish in the uh top twenty percent?
2: Well, I finished 784 out of 6,521 runners. Oh, that's pretty good. What is that? Top 5%? So, I don't know. Um, I did okay. I didn't really you know, train officially for like a 10-mile race. I just kind of did my own thing. That's cool, man. Where are you getting your motivation for this? Oh, it's fun. Running is fun. You just do it. You've yeah, ran. Yeah, you just start doing it. It's fun. As long as I've known you, you've been very Forrest Gump. (laughs) Yeah, I ran a little bit in high school. Mm -hmm. But that was more focused on skateboarding in high school and college. Yeah, I thought it was really weird that we went on your
1: bachelor party. This was several years ago. Ten years ago. We were all uh, sleeping off the booze. And you and a couple of guys were up running. First thing in the morning, I thought it was really weird. Fucking psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> I was it like, where good, the fuck man. are they going? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Exercise. Who exercises? You've never, you never done it. it's fun. I ran when I had like reasons to, you know, playing basketball mm-hmm. or something, playing sports. You had to run.
2: I don't know. I feel like it would hurt now. No, uh, it would probably hurt if you started and you know ran three times a week. It would probably start hurting. You'd mm-hmm. just be sore, but you you'd get used to it.
1: That's cool. Do you run in competitions often?
2: Um, I haven't done a lot since co- the pandemic. They kind of stopped doing that, and then they did some this summer. And I just ha- I just didn't sign up. I usually don't like getting up early in the morning. In general, I mean, early relative, but, you know, like 5 or 6 a.m. to go Mm-mm. do something Saturday morning. It's not usually my favorite thing to do, but it's really fun. I mean, this was a fun race to do. Mm-hmm. Had to get up at 5 a.m. and then rode with a neighbor to the shuttle buses. We parked down by the where the race ended in St. Paul, and you took a bus over to Minneapolis over by the Viking Stadium where the race started. Okay. It was fun, man. It was a fun, fun event. The family and neighbors were out watching the race, cheering me on right by our house. Mm-hmm. How much money did you win? I spent about, I think it was close to a hundred bucks to get in and didn't win any. It was like a charity thing. Uh, Well, it goes to like the organizing the race. Oh, and then the, uh, like, I think the, there's, I think there was a purse this year for the like guy who won the marathon Oh, okay it's crazy to see the super elite marathon guys go by because they're running at like a 520 pace. It's completely insane. Let me see who the guy who won the what do they just crew they just shuffle on past you Well no the the, the, ten, the 10 mile it's it's a different race so the marathon started um, a little bit later. yeah they let you off in like heats. And so, or like they call it corral. So like I was in corral A. So I was at the beginning of the race and yeah, there was people passing me. And then at at the end, you, depending on how you want to finish, I, I had a goal in mind and I, at the uh, like mile eight, I, I needed to run like two, seven minute miles to reach my goal. So I did, did that. And, um, you know, I ended up passing a bunch of people at that point.
1: There you go. Brian, who would win in a foot race? Your wife or Bo?
0: I'd put the money in my wife. Yeah, that's right. I mean, she's run New York, so... Brian's wife is a big marathon. She PR'd right? in New York, so... Sheet. That's pretty
2: awesome. Yeah.
0: I've never run a marathon. <sighs> yeah, she'd fucking smoke you in a 10-miler, dude.
3: Okay.
0: <clears throat> Sounds like a challenge. Not to, you know... I mean that's still still great that you that you did that you did good. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to like you know. But
1: we're happy that you. Yeah, you know. yeah. And I don't want to like shit on your. We're proud of you. I'm just being realistic. Did you represent in a House
2: of Hoops shirt or not? No, I could have put that on my bib. Apparently, uh, you slap a sticker on there. Oh yeah, so. you,
0: I mean on the you can just put whatever name you want, right? On your bib.
1: Houseofhoops.com. House yeah. mm-hmm. All right, maybe next time.
2: Yeah, the guy that won the overall. Marathon ran it in two hours and fifteen minutes. His name was Red Bull or Monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His name was Muhammad <laughs> Hezri. Oh. He's I think he's a Liberian. He ran at a five minute and 10 second pace. Sheesh, Five
1: minute miles, is that right? Fast. Yeah. It took him less than an hour to finish. What about you, Brian? What you been up to?
0: Uh, you know. Same shit, working and living. Yeah. Uh, Watched a little TV,
1: got the yard mode. There you go. That's really it. Anything uh, exciting happen this week that you can talk about? (laughs) Mm. No, got a really good deal on some tires and rims today. Yeah, Brian showed up to the podcast studio here. (laughs) (laughs) In a brand new Toyota Corolla? Camry. Camry. With, I think it was like, Gunmetal gray on the outside, mm-hmm. big-ass fucking rims, and red leather interior. Like red. Like Cherry it, red. Like it was fucking 1991 or <laughs> 1988 or something. You have to drive. I mean. Why? why? <laughs> it looked Italian. Yeah. Like gaudy yeah. Italian. So I dropped, uh, <laughs> I, I I
0: went up to the dealership just to like look at the tires and, you know, we're going to make sure they fit, see if I wanted them.
3: Mhm.
0: And uh got a really good deal. I mean, it's uh they were some I say slightly used, but they were taken off of a new 2021 Tacoma. Got got to find them deals, man. And uh I drive a 15 Tacoma, 30,000 miles on it, and I I've, I've still had the same tires on there. Oh wow. And it was just getting to the point where, you know, treads wearing out, and I mean, I I run I'm in danger of them like Dry riding basically,
1: yeah, dude. I, mean, it it's, I don't put a
0: lot of miles on my car, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it was a really good deal. It's like the tires, really nice Toyo open country tires on you these guess TRD some rims. You got some, are they bigger? Um, they're bigger. I think they're like, I think they're an inch bigger. That's right. Um. And they're gonna they're looking to look really really good. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, all in uh, tires, rims, installation. Uh, I have to get new sensors because my sensors aren't compatible. That's where they got you. That's where they got me. But all in, it's like a, it's like a thousand dollars for tires and rims. Yeah, that ain't and they're bad. like nice tires and nice rims. That ain't bad. And kind of what they told me was just kind of hey, you know, somebody t- somebody bought a brand new truck. And immediately wanted bigger tires and bigger rims yeah, yeah. and like Upgraded. a lift kit on it, you know. Oh, So like they we to like we take these off and they're like, what are we going to do with them? Mm-hmm. So they offered the guy like a tire credit, like, hey, you know, well, since we're taking these tires off, we'll credit. They they agreed to credit him basically a hundred dollars a wheel.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, because I I I met the guy, I know the guy. He's like, I oh, will just do it at our cost, you know, like. It cost us $100 per tire and rim. We'll just charge you $100 per tire and rim. So, got a hookup. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm excited. So, yeah, they, I went in there just to look at them this afternoon and they were like, well, you just want to leave the truck. We'll put you in a loaner if you want. I was like, all right. And, uh, yeah, they pulled, they pulled this camera hip front. I just opened the door and started laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did anybody at the shop see your initial response? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They were just kind of watching me walk out. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah. Give them the car that nobody's <laughs> buying. Uh, I mean, I feel like in a car with red leather interior, you're driving at least 20 miles over the speed limit.
1: <laughs> and I did. <laughs> That's probably going to be their loaner car for like a couple of years.
0: It's I, I don't know if it's a trade. I mean, it's a 2021 and it has 19,000 miles on it. So I think it's just like, I don't know if it's just the one they loan out to everybody.
1: I don't know. It's a lot of fucking miles for a. For a one-year-old car, twenty thousand miles. Yeah, it's, uh I wonder what happened. Maybe it was in a wreck and they fixed yeah. the wreck. Maybe nobody wants a car with. Yeah, it's just been sitting on cherry the red leather interior. <laughs> it's possible it's just been sitting on yeah. the fucking lot, and they've just been loaning it out. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
0: anything else? No. Um. I mean, I watched a I watched a movie yesterday that I think you watched as well, and I'm I'm sure we'll discuss it. Let's talk about a show. Yeah, let's do it. What movie are we
1: talking about? The Many Saints of Newark, The Sopranos prequel. Mm -hmm. Very anticipated movie for me. I don't know about you. Same here. Yeah,
0: Bo, 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 you haven't watched it.
2: I've never. I've watched like maybe a little bit of the first season of Sopranos, and that's (sighs) it. Yeah. So. Maybe I watched two seasons. (laughs) It was good, but I just I don't know. Yeah. Well, fuck that. This
1: movie was fucking awesome as shit. (laughs) I mean, it's this movie and it's the new Top Gun movie for me, which the Top Gun movie may never actually really come out. I think it's now slated for like 2022. Mm. This movie, it felt like it was like a countdown. It's like, when is it coming? Oh, okay. I got a week. Oh, I got a few days. Oh, it's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I actually looked for it the night it was supposed to come out, but I I, I like fell asleep instead of looking for it and finding it. But what a great fun movie. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's getting a lot of like uh, different reviews. People are saying different things about it Mm -hmm. all over the place. From like people that just casually watch Sopranos to people that maybe didn't really watch Sopranos at all and just watched the movie to the die-hard Soprano fans. And I think that's who this was made for. I think this movie was made for the people that watched it in the, whatever it was, early 2000s, mm-hmm. late 90s, whatever it was. And then I think it was like the early 2000s. Yeah, But I think it was made for those people that watched it then, and then they watched it again and again and again. <laughs> because it's just full of hilarious like easter egg shit you know what i mean voices from the grave was the theme here right off the bat Mm -hmm. and i don't want to spoil it but i kind of don't care either like go watch it (laughs) if you haven't watched it like it came out Half a week ago. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, I watched it last night
0: cause I had time to, I didn't have time Friday night or Saturday night, but I think we should, we, I think we should talk
1: about but not spoil. I agree. Yeah. There's two kinds of people in this world, you know, people that watch shit when it comes out and mm-hmm. people that fucking don't. Yeah. So if you didn't watch it, like it's kind of on you. Mm-hmm. It's not really my fucking problem. I don't really fucking care if you didn't watch it. If you didn't watch it, fast forward the next two minutes of this podcast because I'm probably going to ruin it at some point for you. You're
2: going to ruin it for me?
1: No, you're you'll not, never watch it. You're never going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't watch Sopranos, really, there's no reason to watch it. You're just going to think it's like uh, right. not a good gangster film. I, I may eventually watch Sopranos, but probably not during basketball season. I can see why people don't like it. it was,
2: uh, I kind of liked it, but I just kind of like, eh.
1: Well, I'm talking about the walk- movie. I can see why people don't like the movie. The show was fucking great. I don't understand why anybody doesn't like that. <laughs> but the movie, <laughs> the movie, I can see why people don't like it because they're used to seeing shit like Goodfellas and Casino or whatever. Like, great. Even, you could even say like American Gangster, mm-hmm. which kind of covers the same period. Yeah. It's this movie. But even, I mean, it did. I mean, Frank, Frank Saints even had
0: Frank Lucas in it, yeah. Yeah, they
1: had a Frank Lucas character. Mm. Uh oh, spoiler. But I can see why if somebody hadn't seen Sopranos would think this movie was kind of like not good. You have to know like the his like the you have to know what happened in the show mm-hmm. to enjoy it. I think otherwise you're just gonna be clueless. You're gonna be like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Why? Why does? Uh, why do any of these little like details? Like, when it, why does any of this shit matter? Yeah. Anyway, fuck all that. Right off the bat, my favorite character was uh, Tony Soprano's mom when she's young. <laughs> Livia. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite character right off the bat. Because it explains so much of who she is in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in the movie. That I think that was my favorite character, her and you know Tony, Soprano. Come on, what do you think, Brian? What was your like first takeaway besides the fact? I mean, to me, it was hilarious. But to I
0: me- I enjoyed the movie immensely. <laughs> it was a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the situation. Like, what did what did Jalen always say to Bill Simmons? Like. The operation was a success. Don't get fired. The operation was a success, <laughs> but the patient died. <laughs> yeah. I loved it because I'm a I'm a huge Sopranos fan. I've watched it multiple times. I um, mean, when the Sopranos came out, that was kind of like the golden age of, like, HBO Sunday night programming. You had the Sopranos, you had The Wire, you had Six Feet Under. Oh, yeah. Um, What else? Uh, Deadwood was around the same time, I believe. I yeah, I mean, just ta- like they were. HBO was on top of it, and they're still—they're still, they're still really good now. There's still eight Sunday shows on HBO, one that I'm very excited about coming up, Succession. Um, but I did—I liked all the callbacks. There was some confusing stuff in it. Like I was under the impression that I knew that Pauly was older than all the guys. Yeah. But I was under the impression that like Tony and Silvio and Big Pussy were like closer in age, hmm. and in the and in the prequel they're not. Like these guys are a good. Ten years older than Tony, probably.
1: Yeah, at least yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean these guys are like these guys appear to be like made men gangsters, and Tony's like ten years old. You know.
1: Yeah, uh, Pauly's character seemed young. Yeah, in the movie, but damn, he, did he fucking nail it! He seemed, you know, he,
0: it seemed like Pauly was the same age as Silvio and those guys, but yeah, Pauly was the one in the in the show that was was the older guy. You know, because he uh-huh. made a point to say like, I've been around yeah in this family longer than most of you guys yeah he, i don't um, know yeah but t- timeline aside um the, the I actor it was, that played silvio was yeah. hilarious <laughs> fucking hilarious oh my I god i mean it was it was it was like a silvio caricature really
1: <laughs> right the mannerisms <laughs> yeah uh, oh my the god! the guy the guy that played it kept me entertained yeah
0: the guy that played <laughs> paul and nailed it he nailed young Paul. Yeah, like, dude. She, like, oh, my God. He didn't overdo it. He had the kind of mannerisms of, like, sticking his finger, at pointing at somebody, but he's pointing the pinky finger,
1: too, and, like, all the little, like, Polly stuff. Oh, yeah. Down. Dude, yeah. Polly. This, when he's getting the, <laughs> he's, like, doing his nails at the table yeah. and he's getting the pepper grinder. <laughs> yeah. <and he's>, this. <laughs> dude. Where was Vito? <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming Vito came along later. They didn't touch Vito. Yeah. I saw no Vito. There was no Vito. At Art- first, I thought Polly's character was Vito. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, it don't look like v- what, yeah. Vito. What Vito? What Vito should have been like a shorter, mm-hmm. like chubby. Guy. Yeah.
0: uh Artie was in it.
1: They didn't touch Vito. Um, you see, Car- you see Carmela for a minute. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it, man. I thought it was hilarious. What else? I, 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 man, I thought it was
0: I, I laughed <laughs> Two Ray Liotas Come on <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that
0: was that was pretty awesome
1: <laughs> I don't know man Like I don't give a shit What anybody else thinks I thought it was great The Italian girl coming over mm-hmm. She was a great character I don't know man It was just really good I, It felt like it was kind of Toned down with the violence Maybe there was a mission to make it a less crazy Yeah, as the TV show was.
0: Like, I, I kind of assumed it would be more violent because you could get away with more stuff back then. You know, there wasn't, like, yeah. cell phone tapping and, like, constant surveillance, you know? Right, right. It was it just was the late 60s, early
1: 70s, you know? I think the way they wanted it to be perceived was less violent mm-hmm. than the show back then, mm-hmm. I think. It kind of felt like uh, if Forrest Gump was a gangster movie. <laughs> Think uh, about it. I thought I thought the soundtrack was really good. Uh
0: huh. I thought yeah. all the like I thought all the sixties and seventies soul and rock was really good in it.
1: Right. That's the same era as Forrest Gump. Yeah. Sixties, <laughs> seventies. Sure. There was kind of some like feel good stuff in there. I don't know. It was toned down gangster movie. Yeah with like a little bit of a forest gump edge in my opinion <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the whole movie was when johnny S shoots olivia in her hair <laughs> 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 she's fucking whining and complaining oh, and he just yeah. had enough <laughs> yeah spoiler alert <laughs> yeah she
0: he shoots her in her beehive or whatever
1: Dude, I lost it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> to, I don't know. That, to me, it's like the it's a movie to watch. It's probably the best movie I've seen in a year.
0: <laughs> I thought it was. I had a lot of fun watching it. I yeah, did enjoy
1: it. That's the point. It's a movie. It's entertainment. Yeah. It was. Don't I go. Mean,
0: don't go into it. You know, dude. It's not serious. Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah.
1: And even Goodfellas is hilarious. I don't know. To me, Sopranos was fucking hilarious and saints of new newark was mm-hmm. hilarious a lot of it felt like they were kind of explaining why everybody was the way they were in the show mm-hmm. they were kind of like explaining it to you so yeah like, well this, this is, is why. why tony has anxiety and this is why Livy is a bitch and yeah, you know yeah, yeah and i loved seeing it and and picturing the show and seeing the characters as when they're young mm-hmm. because paulie's like a way more entertaining character as a young guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's tough as nails yeah. he doesn't put up with shit and uh
0: dicky i just bought
1: this jacket <laughs> and you know that from the show that he's tough and all that yeah mm-hmm. and he gets mad when a guy gets blood on yeah his oh, fuck and but you know he's tough in the show but you're like oh that's just old man toughness but it's like no nah, he's like that his whole mm-hmm. life Even, like, uh, Tony Soprano's, like, obsession with, like, stereos and shit Mm -hmm. was kind of, like, revealed in the movie. I I don't know. I thought it was great. I don't give a fuck if it was, like, poorly made or if people thought it was cheap or dumb or whatever. Like, there was too many similarities. There was too much good stuff in it for me to have Mm -hmm. one bad thing to say. Yeah. Like, I'm not dogging this thing. And then you got Michael Gandolfini, Mm -hmm. who's... Tony Soprano's fucking son. Yeah. Like, he's actually James, uh, James Gallifini Gallifini's son. son yeah. Sorry, yeah. I said Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually a son, and he looks just like him. Yeah. Except I think his mom is, like, Asian, so his eyes are kind of, mm-hmm. like, a little sure. more yeah. Asian-looking. But he did a great job, and it leaves you wanting more of him. Mm-hmm. Like Michael's character? I kind of hope this character. is kind of like a
0: springboard for his
1: career. I mean, if that's, if that's, I don't, I don't know his backstory.
0: I don't know if he even wants to get into acting or just took this gig because he's been you know. in one other movie. Oh, what
1: other movie has he been in? <laughs> he's been in, he was in Ocean's Eight. Oh, really? <laughs> As like a bus boy. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if he has aspirations to do acting or not, but um, I could see the way the in- movie ends, I could see another one. There were apparently talks about a sequel to this. It looks like it's yeah. left wide open mm-hmm. for whatever your imagination or another movie. Sure. Bo, are you bored out of your mind right
2: now? I'm not bored. No. Uh, I'm having a great time. I'm not listening, really. I understand. Um, maybe you I should was, be. I was looking at Brian's wife's race times and seeing if she could, in fact, beat me. <laughs> looks like i could probably beat her most of the time yeah oh it's a challenge maybe yeah no uh i've never run a marathon so i i, I never d- trained for one so she's she's definitely got me there i, I saw her new york time is like 351 that's pretty good it's a stamina mm-hmm. thing you know but i think i think i could run a marathon with <laughs> as is probably around four hours and if i wanted to get serious i could get serious but i'm not a serious guy
1: i think you are you've said on this podcast numerous times that you're a serious guy yeah i guess i did <laughs> brian I,
2: I i did see her uh her her 5k time on from some italian fest thing oh yeah yeah and i'd i'd blow the doors off
1: <laughs> well she was probably just warming up yeah
2: anyway i put my money on jen shout out jen <laughs> I do want to come do the, uh, it's not going to happen this year. I don't know if they're having it, but I do want to come do the Cooper Young four-miler. Yeah, they did Cooper Young this year. Oh, did they do it? Mm-hmm. I guess it's already happened. Yeah, I want to do maybe do it next year. Come on down. Just make sure
1: you're here for a Monday. Pettio. Yeah, for sure. You can stay, you can sleep in the studio if you need to. Okay. No cats in the studio. You can stay here. We'll get you some blankets or towels or whatever. So, Brian, any other takeaways from the movie? What was your favorite part? The Johnny Boy
0: shooting Nivea's <laughs> hair
1: was probably the highlight. It was Very
0: so true. good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Um, Silvio's, uh, <laughs> Silvio's toupee going sideways. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he begins the movie. He's I mean, he's a relatively young guy, and he's yeah. got, like, the comb over. Yeah. And then, like, you see him again, he's, like, he's, like, telling someone, he's, like, don't touch my hair. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, like, to come over. And then, like, the next time you see him, he's got this, like, ridiculous toupee <laughs> on. And I feel like the toupee, like, improves throughout the movie. It keeps getting better and better. Yeah. But, dude, he he was, it, his caricature of Silvio was so good. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like he was overdoing it, but I liked it. You it was who, funny.
1: who else was pretty good in it that I've never seen act before was uh, Joey Diaz? Yeah. He was pretty good in there, too. Yeah. He played, like, an old guy then. Yeah, he played. A, he was. Um, I don't know what his character would have he been. He was Big in the Pussy's show.
0: dad. Okay. Yeah, it was Big Pussy's dad. I think he was Buddha. Is what they called him.
1: <laughs> yeah, Buddha. Big Pussy. It's not what you think, Father. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the nickname Pussy. Yeah, Junior kind of so threw bad. me off.
0: Like when he like yeah. when he slips and falls on the stairs. That was. Yeah. That was kind of funny. They are like explaining why he's... But I had, like, I wasn't on the impression that he was like, in his day, he was like a womanizer and like, like he was a, I mean, he was a tough guy too, Yeah, you know, and he doesn't come across that way in the movie. Yeah, no, he didn't. But he come. does the kind of, he does the underhanded, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but he does like a real underhanded kind of thing, you yeah. know, that's that's kind of his, Right, you know. His claim to fame. Kind of a personal... He takes everything personally, you know, and he takes something personally in the movie and acts on it, and it's like the big, gets the big
1: climax. Really. I felt like he had the essence of Junior down mm-hmm. pretty damn good. He looked he
0: looked like Junior. I would assume like Junior it. looked like as a young man and sounded like as a young man, yeah. But the way the character was written, the way he was played in the movie, was kind of like, I thought he'd be, you know. Yeah, he looked like
1: a stronger version, he, stronger, younger version yeah. of himself. Mm-hmm. He sounded good, though. I actually thought that most of the acting in the movie pretty good. was pretty good. Yeah. It wasn't made for TV. Yeah.
0: Something like I said, some of the guys were kind of characters of their, you know, I think they leaned a little too much into the source material and yeah. kind of pushed it a little too far.
1: But <laughs> to me, but I thought the acting I was good. Care. Like
0: I didn't, there was nobody. I didn't look at anybody and go, man, that person's this, their acting's ruining this movie. You know, <gasps> No. my, my issue with it was more like the the story, some of the storytelling, the editing and, yeah. and like the timeline, the ages of the characters, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I can. It was fun enough where I could look past it and have a good time and enjoy it, dude. If you're a Sopranos fan, I would. I mean, if if you've watched the show, watched it multiple times, like a lot of people who
1: mm-hmm. are fans of the show have, yeah. watch it. You know, mm-hmm. highly recommended my part. Hell's mm-hmm. been approved. Let's get off of the Sopranos. Let's let's keep it moving a little bit, huh? Let's talk about some basketball. Yeah. Bo, do you have any follow-ups from last week? Follow-ups? Nope. <laughs> uh, we, anything on Evan's wedding? Did it happen? It's this weekend. It's coming Ooh. up next week. Do you, I've been, I've do been, you have your wig? No, I've, I'm not really too concerned with that. I'm more concerned with like how much work I'm going to have to do at mm-hmm. the wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why is that, Jeff? because I'm in the wedding, and uh I talked to Evan earlier this week, and he's like, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> like, we're going to have to move chairs and set everything up, and I'm like, that's cool, man. I'll do whatever, but, like, now now I'm, I'm realizing that it's all just really very thrown together at the mm-hmm. last minute. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't actually give a shit about, mm-hmm. Evan, but... <laughs>
0: Somebody's gonna have to take charge. I'm thinking like. And provide direction. Who's that,
1: who's that guy gonna be, Jeff? Yeah, I know. Is it gonna be you? I know. It is. And it's gonna be like, hey, let's get a trash run. Let's get caught up on some of these shot glasses. <laughs> let's get some drinks over there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I gotta figure out what to wear to this fucking thing. Cause I, don't, I think there's gonna be like people dressed like magicians there
2: i don't know what's going on (laughs) but what about can't you just wear like why don't the groomsmen all wear like a oklahoma city steven adams jersey and a um new orleans pelican stevens adams jersey you know like kind of that's a good idea you know what i was thinking about wearing i still
1: have the suit i wore to your wedding Bo, 10 years ago
2: i still have that one and i wear that one to many weddings that i go to still yeah well yours fit probably a lot better than the one that i have
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mine looks like a Tracy McGrady suit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you look like are in the 1996 NBA draft. It looks like a Michael
1: Jordan suit. Or the or 2001 NBA draft. Nah, I was thinking about just wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a new suit for this wedding. Like the exact same, like I still have the shirt and the tie and everything. Nice. Just, like, wear it all. Just like mirror the photos. Fo- like the <laughs> photos will look exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> thought that could be fun. But right, we'll see.
0: I figured you just wear like black jeans and a sport coat.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's possible. I could Seinfeld it. <laughs> I don't know. You should probably have that
0: figured out by now.
1: <laughs> I got a week. I got a few days. Yeah, it's probably just gonna wing it at the last minute. Be like this shirt, these pants, sports coat, probably.
0: This is the last chance we have to talk about it until it happens. So,
2: yeah. Anything else? Should Nothing. we call him up and see how he's doing? We could. Get him on there. He's not going to answer.
1: I'll call him. (laughs) It's pretty late for him. He's probably wondering why the fuck I'm calling him after 9 p.m. He knows what's going on right now. He's not fucking answering. Your call has been (laughs) forwarded. Well, we tried. (laughs) Let's move on. You're welcome, Evan. Yeah, sorry, Evan. Didn't mean to wake you up. Let's move into the NBA news. Bo, you're always on top of these kinds of things. What's going on in the news this week?
2: I am. I saw this is the, the top headline that jumped out to me this week. Um it's an Andrew Wiggins has gotten his vaccine. He got a shot. He did some research apparently, he did his own research, and he decided that losing thirty million dollars <laughs> was probably not worth it. So he'll just get the vaccine. Hey, Congratulations.
0: Some, some people listen to doctors, some people listen to accountants,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was he gonna lose? Like 15 million or something?
2: Half of his salary, yeah.
1: Which is thirty-one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went. A, a, apparently, uh, it's not a religious reason,
2: mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> or he's just going along with it, despite how he feels. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's the city, it's not the league. Yeah, I'm.
0: Yeah, I'm Go happy he got it. I don't care about the reason. You know. Yeah, not but, that I, not that I care about Andrew Wiggins' health, but like you know.
1: Well, I mean, initially you think you know you're an idiot for not getting it. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of a coward for it. (laughs) I guess he didn't stick to his guns. Yeah.
0: No, I think I told you I can already see like, I can already see like the NBA finals press conference when the Warriors win and Uh Steve Kerr is like Wiggins getting vaccinated is really the thing that brought this team together. (laughs) So it's the one thing that brought this team of players that have all played together, really brought us together this season brought us closer as a as a team sounds like a steve Kerr quote yeah that was the thing mm-hmm. It all put us all on the same page you know we realized we were all here for the same reason mm-hmm. and that's to win a championship you know these guys have a very limited amount of time to to play a very small window mm-hmm. and uh you know andrew stepping up to the plate and uh making this move for the team uh it really focused us you know I can see the future.
1: Yeah, you're you're probably not <laughs> fucking far off, dude. <laughs> you're probably pretty close there. <laughs> if Steve Carr even remembers that this happened eight months from now. The NBA made a strong point though. You said no pay for players who are gonna miss games because of local vaccine mandates. They said they said it. They drew the line in the sand. What do you what do you got there? I should have poured you some of that. You want a sip of that? What is it?
0: This is another one from our from pod favorite prairie artisan ales. You got a beer? I oh, got a beer. Watermelon girlfriend sour ale with watermelon, sea salt, orange, lemon, lime, and natural oh, wow. flavor. Oh wow! That's good. It tastes like a watermelon. Those
1: are all my favorite flavors. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cups in here. We can
0: you can take a sip out of my beer, man. Uh, I mean, I'm straight. We're we're not six feet apart right now, so yeah, I just don't want to. If we're gonna, it's if we're gonna, too
1: close to like mouth to mouth. If we're gonna
0: break through, it's not gonna be because we shared
1: a beer. Yeah, I'd feel more comfortable if I had a cup. Mm. I can get one. Let me go get one. Go get one. You gotta try this beer. I just know you. You're a slobberer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Only in my sleep.
1: Just give me a shot. All right, tea. Let it settle.
0: You're going to want (laughs) to snort.
2: I just ate Mibiali.
1: Is there any other, like, vaccination news that we need to get into?
2: No, Trey Burke is not going to get the vaccine. The Mavericks want to trade him. With the vaccinations, the league's not requiring
1: these vaccinations. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, maybe the conservatives... That want to make the NBA look bad. They want to be mad at the NBA. They're pushing for this. Mm-hmm. And I think some of that's that the NBA pushed so hard for Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movements and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And there's people that want the NBA to look bad. And the league the league didn't do anything. These are city mandates. The league, now, if they wanted to, they could just pay these guys not to play. Mm -hmm. but they had to draw a line in the sands and the NBA actually does want to look good. Mm -hmm. They want all of their players. They want to, they want a hundred percent vaccinations. The NBA has long been on the forefront of change and evolution. And this is no different. I think the league wants to set the standard and they often do, but, I think they're getting kind of like – I think the NBA is kind of getting a bad rap for it. I think people are just trying to make them look bad. Mm -hmm. And these these players are definitely being singled out and probably a little bit of their own fault for not being educated or having listened to bad advice Mm -hmm. perhaps or being stubborn or ignorant. Whatever it is, I don't mm-hmm. know, but they're getting a bad rap, and I don't know if it's really necessarily fair. There was news today. The pay cut wouldn't a- actually be like they 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 let they gave some leniency to the pay cut, right? <clears throat> I didn't see this. Essentially, if Kyrie was going to lose like four hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a game that he missed, mm-hmm. he would actually only lose like three hundred something.
0: Oh, okay. So he's getting like partial pay.
1: Yeah, there's like a partial pay thing that came out today. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was an agreement between the uh, players' association and the NBA. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, and that's the reason that they can't that they haven't mandated the players get vaccinated mm-hmm. because they're they're protected by the collective bargaining agreement. Right. Now, The NBA has mandated that staff get vaccinated. Yeah. But they're not under the same agreement that the players are. Mm-hmm.
1: It it appears the NBA is trying to flex their muscle a little bit. And I think they should, you know, they should be like, the NBA should be on the forefront of this thing as far as what, like what happened when the, uh, I'm going to change subjects a little bit. When the pandemic first started and we were kind of going through it on the air, like how are, like, what is going to happen with Mm -hmm. this? And me, Bo, I think you agreed, Bo. I don't know if Brian was involved in any of these talks back then, but we kind of all agreed, like, the only way out is through vaccination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that's the only way out. Yeah, There was no other way we were looking at it, really. And now the vaccination's available and people are just not getting it. Half of Americans aren't vaccinated. Yeah, It's fucking mind-blowing, dude. We pray. We like
0: we we wanted a way out of this so bad, and then it, and then we got it,
1: and people got scared. Mm.
2: Well, people do that about everything, like seatbelt yeah. laws. True, sure. they got pissed about that. True. You know, my favorite thing is the varicella vaccine, the chickenpox vaccine. That came out in 1995, and how many? How many times do you remember a parent saying, Well, let my my, my kids get the chicken pox like I did naturally? No vaccine for my kids. I mean, you've never heard that mm. once. And that's a fairly new vaccine, all things considered. There's people just, they're stupid and selfish. Yeah, a lot. Of, you find
1: that with a lot of people, man. And uh, some of it could be maturity level, uh, especially with the younger generation uh like a lot of young people are not getting vaccinated Mm -hmm. they just Mm -hmm. don't understand they don't think they're at risk Mm -hmm.
0: they think they're invincible we everybody thinks they're invincible when they're young
1: and they just they they don't see that it's it it can come through them and affect somebody else Mm -hmm. it's a mess and
0: i want to say this at some point you know when when it was discovered that yes you know, when we started seeing breakthrough cases, cases which are mm. which are so minuscule, mm-hmm. and it's like it's insanely minuscule. But it's like some happened. It's like, oh well, you know, the, that's like the narrative flip to like, well, I mean, you could still spread it if you if you've gotten vaccinated. So what's the point of even getting vaccinated? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, but when you do get vaccinated, you have a you have a much smaller chance of contracting it, right. and therefore have a smaller chance of spreading it. Mm-hmm. Spreading like, it. Sure,
1: you're not sure you're not bulletproof. Right, but the spreading it is yeah, the key. Yeah. Like that's the fucking point. Yeah. It's not to spread it around. If you know, and if you're vaccinated and you do catch it,
0: your immune system knocks it out much quicker mm-hmm. than if you haven't been vaccinated. Yeah. So therefore you have a chance you have a much lower chance of spreading it because you you have a high viral load for a much shorter period of time. Yeah. The vaccine. I mean, it's clear that the vaccines are are effective.
1: They're definitely working, and there's nothing to. I mean, this worry thing went about, from like yeah. spreading
0: through spreading like wildfire through everybody. To I mean, how many people do we know that have been vaccinated that have been in very close contact with people who had COVID?
1: Yeah.
0: And never tested
1: positive. They tested right. negative. I've not tested positive once, and yeah. I've been a strict mask wearer and mm-hmm. got the shots and. I've never had a positive test. I don't know if I ever had it or not, right. but the facts are there. Yeah. I mean, I've
0: been in situations where I thought, you know, where I had to go get tested. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. We but are. I was but I was vaccinated and I didn't and I didn't pick it up. Yeah. So
2: Yeah, it's a mess. The vaccines seem to help and they definitely prevent severe disease disease, which is the whole point of vaccines. Mm-hmm vaccines all along do not prevent infection they prevent severe disease though they can prevent infection Mm -hmm. i got
1: nothing else to say about vaccinations i just yeah it would just be nice if more people became reasonable about it some way who has to say it like how like how do you have to get the information for you to believe it everybody gets their information different ways For the general public to trust and believe that it's not like some kind of conspiracy or Uh like the government's not trying to kill us. Like, how do you have to hear it to believe it?
0: The government, they can't can't fix potholes, man. Like, they can't agree on a budget. (laughs) You think they all got together and were like, all right, here we go. (laughs) This is something. All right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, finally. Finally, this is our chance. Yeah so fucking ridiculous. I'm going to try some of this beer. What is it? Watermelon Kiwi? Watermelon Girlfriend is what it's called. It's delicious. <laughs> Water-
0: it is much better than the pumpkin kerfuffle.
1: <laughs> it's not bad. It kind of tastes like potpourri, but it's not bad. It's like, a, it's like watermelon Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that I've tasted potpourri, but sure. I've smelled it, and I assume that's what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. It's not bad though. Yeah, so there's a lot going on there. On to more, uh, on to more basketball news. Yeah, Bo, you got
2: anything else? Let's there's move really on. not much. We, I was trying to say that we did. not I don't think we covered Zion's foot injury. Oh no, we didn't. Oh,
1: it's nothing. It's nonsense.
2: Yeah, it. He's 280 pounds and super athletic, and he'll be fine, right? Like, what's the story there?
1: I mean, I mean I hope he's yeah,
2: dead. the the surgery was a success, but the patient died. <laughs> was the patient vaccinated? I think, or is this Air a? Gum-
1: uh, <laughs> I think Air Gumbo is vaccinated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Air, I'm assuming Air Gumbo. after foot
0: surgery, you can't run. So, I'd be interested to see what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he, he he's a big dude. He's always looked ripped, but he looked his media day. He looked. He was little look ripped,
1: dude. Man, that dude does not even care. He's fine. He looked like he hadn't had a sip of
2: water in like three days. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut. <laughs> now, it's, I mean, obviously, it's way too early on. Um, but would you rather have Ja or Zion? Zion, definitely. Okay. Especially
1: considering how point guards and guards in general are so abundantly available in the league right now if i can get a point guard that'll just pass it to zion then i'm fine. and uh and if he can shoot a 3 then that's even better. right, you just need like a ray for for ja, austin type. john ja morant like i can get a slasher to the rim almost anywhere. i don't know how much john ja morant really uh affects winning at this point in his career. but zion, like zion's a freak, man. have you seen him play? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, his field goal percentage last year when he played was just insanity, and he's it's like second year in the league. And Though
1: if he can just stay on path, then he's going to have like a fifteen year career. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be a multi All Star. John Morant may never be an All Star. Yeah, Zion played. You know why? John Morant may never be an All Star. Why, Jeff? Because there's forty good point guards in the <laughs> league. <laughs> No, there's there's not 40, but there's there's more than all-star spots. Right. Great point guards mm-hmm. in the league, and there right. always will be. Zion, so, real quick, just looking Zion, at Zion. Zion does different things. Mm-hmm. Go
2: ahead. I was going to say, real quick, looking at his stats last year, he played 61 games. He's sh- 27 points a game on 61% from the field. Mm-hmm.
1: That's insane. Yeah. He takes calculated shots. He takes high percentage shots. He's mm-hmm. around the rim a lot. Yeah. Dude, it just glides through the fucking air, man. I mean, we've already done it. I've already done my take on Zion. Go listen to the fucking yeah. backtracks. <laughs>
2: he's a
0: he's a refrigerator on springs, man. Right,
1: man. He just glides through the air. And he's quick. I'm taking Zion all day. But no, if, dude, if the Grizzlies had the number one draft pick, they would have taken Zion, not John Morant. Yeah no question yeah forget about it there's no way (laughs) they would have just been like "Uh, no we're gonna pass on this freak no there's no way you're correct yeah
2: anyway what else anything in the news there's really not a whole lot um the, the games are started to get played yesterday and they're playing tonight
1: Yeah, we're watching the uh, Blazers-Warriors preseason game right now. I just saw Chauncey Billups coaching on the sideline for the first time ever. Hmm. I wonder if he and Steve Kerr, they probably know each other, but I don't know how well. I would think they know each other. What is Chauncey's style of coaching? Like, we know what Steve Kerr's is. He's like, I want a lot of passes. I want a lot of touches. I want quick movement. What is Chauncey Billups' like style of coaching going to be? Just give it to Dame. Like I don't know. That's what I would do. <laughs> At this point, I wish I like had any idea. <laughs> mm. I just don't. Yeah, I don't know anything about Chauncey Billups. Or what what he's going to do as a coach? Like, I assume it'll just be guard heavy, but because <laughs> mm-hmm. he was a guard. Well, and he's coaching Dane. That's right. It's like a good fit, right? Well, we'll see. I guess we'll have to figure that out as we go.
0: I probably won't watch a whole ton of preseason. We were, uh, I was working yesterday and we had, um, who does? We had the NFL games on. We had some baseball on and we had a table in the corner. I'm like, hey, can you turn the um, Nets Lakers game on? Ugh. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, yeah, I can, but. You know none of those you know none of those guys are playing, right? And I'm none like, of, no, 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 they all play like the first quarter. I was like, No, 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 it was reported no, like right. none of them are playing. <laughs> and so I was like, All right man, like, I'll turn it on. I love basketball, but yeah. I was like, You're gonna be watching a bunch of scrubs, and so I turned it on, I'm like, No, I see you, like Anthony Davis is out there. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Anthony Davis played guy. he played eleven minutes. No Durant, no Griffin, no Kyrie, no Harden and the Lakers. It's no LeBron, no Westbrook, no Camarillo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, all right, you want to watch Ken
1: Baysmore? <laughs> and Anthony Davis. <clears throat> Steph is playing a lot tonight, though. You Steph wanna, is still out
0: there. You want to watch Javon Carter go off? By all means, man. Like, I'll kick one of the TVs on for you. But
1: <sighs> The NBA season starts in two weeks. So some of these guys are probably trying to catch some rhythm. You're going to the Grizzlies game tomorrow night, right? That's right, baby. Probably hopefully not the only game I go to all year. Well yeah. It's the first preseason game. I expect a that's uh, it. I expect a. F- <laughs> I expect a full report
0: next uh next Monday. You're going with uh Mike Z, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Zink.
0: Yeah. Zingas. Mike Z with the bad self running care. things.
1: He don't give a shit. Yeah. We'll see what kind of shape he's in after mempho. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah. the how was that for Memphis?
1: Oh my god. <laughs> so much tie dye. So many hippies. Really? Yeah, they were everywhere. Oh, because of panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That was like the main draw, I think. Tonight's well, that concert for... series. It was good for East Memphis, so was a little shot in the arm. Yeah, we got some uh a lot of restaurants around town where yeah. Just like a rammed multiple restaurants that I tried to go to uh, were not taking orders <laughs> over the weekend.
0: Like no to go orders in yeah. East
1: Memphis. Yeah, they yeah. shut it down. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did tidy business early, and I kind of that's the way I scheduled
1: it. I had like guys, like the night guys, of them coming like a couple hours early. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was more of them like the next day for us. Yeah, we were getting them um, looking for somewhere to eat like mm-hmm. lunch. Yeah because we the the concert would go on till after we were closed Mm -hmm. yeah we didn't
0: get any late night stragglers we closed at the same time the concert ended perfect exactly
1: (laughs) but i I, I saw a lot in the mornings like it's like people just trying to like get their shit together (laughs) yeah get some
0: food in them and get back up there
1: let me eat like three bites of this and i'm gonna need it to go box i can't eat this (laughs) where are they where were those guys staying who fucking
0: knows yeah there's no telling we got a sunday morning we got rammed because we had the church crowd which we which we always get sunday for lunch
1: airbnb's Bo. i don't know
0: and then we got the memfo crowd right and we were not (laughs) equipped to handle it at all (laughs) Wow, it was bad. Wow,
1: wow. <laughs> what night was, what day this was, was? This was Sunday day. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was so bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty bad Sunday, or Saturday day, but, yeah. you know, we handled it. We made it happen, but it was not pretty. The problem was, I wasn't there Sunday There morning. you go. What's the uh, common denominator for you? I wasn't there. Fair enough. I'll let you take all the credit for how well Saturday run even ran even though i'm not convinced because i wasn't there (laughs) saturday ran like a dream hey all right look we're rambling and we're getting into late in the episode indeed let's keep it moving does anybody have anything special prepared for this week well yeah we had talked that we were going to do the vegas season wins and losses totals now Bo did you look at this at all over the week
2: yeah he sent it to me
1: good good beautiful you looked at it I made my predictions kind of based on what their overs and unders are this year first kind of what their record ended up being last year whether or not teams got worse or better was kind of like what I was thinking
0: mm-hmm. yeah I made notation on my sheet I just wrote down their win totals from last year
1: oh beautiful so you can just handle that. Sure. You can chime in with those. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I can I'll, I'll run I can I'll run last year's win totals the entire segment. I got it. That's fucking awesome. I'll do something for once.
1: <laughs> Good. I think we used fansided.com for our totals, Bo, if you want to pull that up. I got it right here. Beautiful. So in looking at these totals, whichever way has the worst odds betting wise is what vegas thinks the likely outcome is mm-hmm. so for an example the number one team is the atlanta hawks their number is 46 and a half. the over is minus 112 the under is 110 so it's very close but minus 112 will get you less money betting on it mm-hmm. so that's the way vegas thinks it will go mm-hmm. if you bet against that you'll make more money mm-hmm. and that would have been the 110 minus 110 mm-hmm. so i have those all um, underlined on my sheet that i printed out which team is vegas favored which direction mm-hmm. vegas thinks it'll go if it'll go over or under your gotcha. point totals okay I also want to note that uh <laughs> I've been carrying this sheet of paper around for a few days <laughs> with all the over unders
0: have you gotten uh have you gotten any um insight or uh comments on
1: well I showed it to our buddy Pat on Saturday night <laughs> up the street at the drinking hole, and he kind of glanced at it for a little bit and I think he just went like straight to the Grizzlies mm-hmm. and uh he just started like blurting out numbers, yelling numbers at me. Hmm. He's yelling. He's always fucking yelling. He wrote something on the back of my piece of paper. He wrote Memphis Grizzlies and he underlined it. <laughs> he signed his name. <laughs> <laughs> he dated it 10 221. And then he uh, circled his uh, Grizzlies win total number, which. Was over their estimation. Okay. He went way over, not even uh, just a couple games. Okay. We'll get to it when we get there. We're going to yes. go through these alphabetically. I like how he
0: signed it and dated it like it's a, like it's a pub bet. <laughs> like it's a contract. It's a pub bet. <laughs>
1: Put it in your notes. He was like Rain Man counting toothpicks <laughs> on the ground. There's a lot of wins. Yeah, there's a lot of wins left in the season. He was like uh, Pat was like Nick Cage in Knowing. Pat has to guess the correct number of wins for the Grizzlies in order to save the planet from total destruction. <laughs> there is a pattern to predicting the future. Get off the train before Jaron misses another entire season. <laughs> Pat was like Pat was like Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting for a moment there. He took some time away from mopping the floors to write some random wind total <laughs> on the back of my piece of paper. <laughs> and then when I asked him to explain himself, he just ran away. <laughs> Number one team, Atlanta Hawks, 46 and a half. Vegas thinks it will be under. Over has worse odds. Bo, what do you think? 46 and a half. That's a high number.
2: I say under. Under?
1: They won 41 games last season.
2: Yeah, I just think that there's going to be 41. So they're better. Right. That's a I lot. Think they're, I think they're better, but, man, 46 is a lot of wins, and I felt like they were a little f- fluky last year. Now, given I didn't watch a ton of Atlanta games, so I, this is just me. They had the yeah.
0: uh, they had the coaching change last year, right?
2: Yeah, they had Nate, Nate Mcmillan, McMillan took over. Mm. Yeah, from Lloyd Pierce. That's over,
1: and
0: uh, and they kind of they went on that run when Nate McMillan took over, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They had the, the new, new coach bump. No you know? question,
1: they went on in an insane winning streak after they uh, got rid of what was his name, Lloyd Pierce. Yeah, Lloyd Pierce. Brian over under. Uh, I'm taking under
0: forty six point five games. That's a lot. Do I need to do I need to pick a number? No. I okay.
1: Shit about that. All right. Let's do this. Going to take us all night Yeah. do that. Atlanta Hawks. The East is kind of weak. You know, there's going to be a lot of wins against bullshit teams. I feel like it's a really good number, forty six and a half. But if I was betting money on it, which I would never do, probably take the over. Because that's the way that Vegas thinks it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> worse odds that way. Uh, next is Brooklyn Nets. Nets are 56.5. The under has worse odds. So Vegas thinks under is more achievable than 56.5. Last year? 48 wins. That fit, I think 56.5 is a lot. It is a lot, yeah.
2: I think it's a lot too. Under. I just—you never know, like resting and Kyrie Irving's, uh, mm-hmm. and vaccine then, stuff. Oh, he and, could just retire. Who knows? And oh yeah. my god, he, he, he literally could. Like that's like no joke. And when we talk
1: about Brooklyn, we can't forget about what we said about him. That team going into the playoffs last uh-huh. year—it was if they can stay healthy, yeah, they could, they could win it all, and they uh-huh. didn't. Uh-huh what makes you think they're going to stay healthy this year? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Like the stars. Yeah, they got some depth there. They have some young Mm -hmm. guys that they can plug and play. But that team is built around superstars. That is not a team built as a team. Mm -hmm. That is a superstar team. I think under. I'm taking under as well. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's such a high number. Oh, under. Under, yeah. Whatever. Boston. Now, Boston's an interesting one. Uh, It's 45 and a half. The over is minus 120. The under is plus 100, which means you have huge odds if you take the under. Mm -hmm. You actually, like, huge in comparison to the over. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And that'll happen just a handful of times in all of the teams Mm -hmm. where there's that big of a discrepancy. The over is the one that Vegas thinks. It's 45 and a half. so they're thinking they're gonna be. They think like Vegas thinks Boston's gonna be really good. Uh-huh. Forty-five. That's Atlanta. That's that's almost Denver Nuggets territory. That's forty-five. What other teams are at forty-five? That's Portland Trailblazers territory. Okay, so what do we think? Over or under there? Obviously, you want to say over because that's what Vegas thinks, mm-hmm. but.
0: I'm actually going to take the over here, even though they only won 36 games last year. I think they they dealt with a lot of COVID problems last year, if I remember correctly. I think Kimba Walker was a was a bad fit there. Yeah, uh, I think that's kind of addition by subtraction. You mm-hmm. put the ball in Marcus Smart's hands. Uh, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown all seem to like each other. I Horford, think get, Horford. I think they. I do think that they get. I think that they get better. I. The 45.5 seems a little high for me, but I can't go. I see these big numbers, and I just immediately want to take under, and I can't take under on all of them. So I'm (laughs) going to take the over on Boston. Last year? Last year, uh, 36 games won. Oh, so more than
1: 10 games. Bo, what do you think?
2: This is a tough one. Um, They're all going to be tough. I do like Al Horford. I think he's a winner, just in general i think he was like kind of like marcus all you put you'd put marcus all on a team and you're gonna and you actually give him a role unlike the lakers did last year where they kind of brought in drummond and whatever like the al horford has a role so i feel like he's gonna help help you win but at the same time they have a new coach this one i i had a hard time Mm A hard time with I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say I feel like 45 is kind of their ceiling and it is not their floor so I'm just gonna have to say under hmm. I don't think they're like are they a 47 51 team I don't think so
0: in the week East mm-hmm. like I think they're a team that responds to that well I love them adding Horford back yeah uh, I think I think time Lord takes a step forward this year
2: Well, and you got Tatum and Brown. I mean, you guys are talking me into the over here.
1: I'm over all day, over all day. But how much money would I bet on it? Yeah, not a whole lot. But I just what stands out to me is the over under discrepancy that Vegas has minus one twenty under plus one hundred. Yeah, so the under is like that's the uh, the underdog. Mm -hmm. That's the underdog bet. I'm saying over. I think they're going to be really good. I think Brad Stevens is like, you know, we would have been good last year. Mm-hmm. We would have had ten more wins if Danny Ainge wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going over. I, I believe in Boston. I believe in Marcus Smart. I believe in these young guys. I First believe time them. coach Ime Udoka. Yeah, it's going to be okay because Brad Stevens is going to be right there. Yeah. And and I mean, Ime is from that. He's from that pop tree. So there's not going to be a lot of problems. I don't think let's move on charlotte hornets 38 and a half what were they last year 33 wins last year so they're projecting five more wins the under is what vegas thinks will happen the over pays better so under or over i say under i don't think they get that much better
2: you don't think Lamelo Ball and whatever Plumlee they added is, and hopefully a healthy Gordon Hayward.
1: Because Gordon Hayward won't
2: be healthy. Is it PJ Washington <laughs> contract year?
1: Don't matter. I don't even care. I'm going under all day. I don't believe in Charlotte and scary Terry. Thirty-eight and a half. That's a lot of games. It's almost five hundred. I don't think they'll be anywhere close to five hundred. I think they're gonna they're gonna be the team that Boston beats all year you know what i mean
2: yeah i have a hard time putting charlotte at five, 500 basically. atlanta
1: beats them boston beats them chicago mm-hmm. yeah i'm with you guys i'm taking the
2: under as well yeah i'll do i'll do the historic under for the hornets
1: yeah it's uh whatever let's go to the bulls 42 and a half what were they last year 31 31 11 games more this year they think they're gonna win and vegas says the over not by a large margin. It's 116 to 105 uh, minuses. Mm-hmm. Not a huge discrepancy there. That's probably the fucking number they end up on, 500, mm-hmm. or just over 500. I'd probably go with Vegas here over just because they got better.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm a believer in Chicago. It's why I picked them for when Bo had
1: that great idea. You wanna watch yeah, pick teams? Them. You wanna watch them? That's the next segment. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the over on Chicago. That's I do. I probably, think, you know, I think they I wouldn't bet money on it, but I'll bet that that's probably yeah. the right number. I think it's like forty two somewhere in there.
0: I like the backcourt of Ball DeRozan. Um
1: mm-hmm. be fun.
0: Levine. And don't forget they added they added the goat. The guy who Michael Jordan is passing the torch to,
1: mm-hmm. Alex Caruso.
2: That's right. <laughs> oh my God,
1: I can't wait to hear all about those Bulls all year from you. I can watch a game a week.
2: Uh, I'm going to go over. I think the Bulls got better, yeah. and I'll be I'll be going to a Bulls game or two this year in Chicago. So
1: nice, sick. We're all uh, over on them, so we think they'll overachieve. Beautiful. Next, Cleveland Cavaliers, and this is going so slow. It's going to take us forever. Cleveland Cavaliers is an interesting one. There's only two teams in the league that are hmm. even hmm. odds with Vegas. Even odds. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, the New York Knicks are even odds on the over-unders. Cleveland is that 27 and a half. How many games did they win last year? They won 22
0: games last year, and there is no way in hell they under. win more games than they won last year. is just impossible. Under so, all day. <clears throat> Bo, under? under? Yeah,
2: under. Let's move under, on. Under, under, yeah. under. Dallas. Yeah, just, we're
0: just not going to waste any more time on it. <laughs>
1: Dallas, 48 and a half. That's a lot for a dysfunctional Jason Kidd team. Yeah, they won forty-two last year. I'm going under. Vegas says under. I go under. Yeah, I think I'm
2: gonna go with Bill Simmons here and go over. Oh, and say that. Oh, I don't know if Bill Simmons went over or not? I, I didn't hear what he said, but I'm gonna say that Jason Kidd just rolls Luca out for forty-eight minutes, and that gets him at least forty-nine wins. And it's like <laughs> I think you know, that gets Luca like. Twenty injuries mm-hmm. is what I think,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they he misses games and they yeah. go under. Luca okay. takes a lot of hits, mm-hmm. dude. He's he does too physical.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm all in on Luca this year. I'm. I just want to have awesome, th- but that on but, the record.
1: All right, Bo. I, I
2: do think Jason Kidd's an idiot, but
1: yeah, dude, like Jason Kidd would put him out
2: there for the whole fucking game. All right, all right, so. <laughs> looking now at the the next one i feel like i should take the under on the mavericks i'm gonna change my my answer nope yeah jason
0: Kidge is gonna go all right yeah uh you're done playing point guard but you're not bench. you're playing center
2: (laughs) (laughs) nice and he's gonna be and he's also gonna say uh I'm out for resting, dude. (laughs) Go get me some whiskey.
1: Yeah, I'm just not buying any of this shit from Dallas. 48's a lot of wins. Yeah, that really is. Uh, In the West, nonetheless, where Denver is actually the next team and rated a whole win less than Dallas. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Come on. All right, Denver's at 47 and a half. Vegas thinks it'll be under. It's minus 120. Hmm. Which is a lot. Got them at 47 and a half.
0: They won 47 last year. I think the Nuggets go over. That's tough. They got to win one more game they won last year. All right, fair.
1: But Jamal Murray. Ah, man. they. PJ
0: got paid. Aaron Gordon got paid. Yeah, I think you're right. Over. But,
1: yeah, over. Because yeah, over. more than Dallas. Jokic. Jokic. Who I have tons of money on to win back to back MVPs, who's just coming into the Hausman prime zone 26 to 29. Jokic, this will be a fucking season for Jokic. How much is he going for in fantasy basketball salary cap? 100? We will find out. We'll find out next week. Mm -hmm. All right. Detroit Pistons, 24 and a half. Vegas thinks over. They think they overachieve. This is one with the big tra- uh, big discrepancy. Over minus 120, under plus 100. This is one of those handfuls of teams. 24 and a half. Uh, no way they're under. I think this team is uh, built with real character. I think the Cade Cunningham is going to be a real deal. He's going to win some games. I think they're going to be exciting and fun and they're going to be uh they're going to think that they're the underdog right mm-hmm. and they're going to think like uh why not us teams are going to roll in there thinking it's going to be an easy trap ramp. game after trap game they're not going to realize that luca garza is going to be <laughs> <laughs> yes fundamentally destroying yes. them yes 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 i think over all day Bo, 24
2: not, and a half i'm not ready yet i'm last, not last say under. I'm not ready. But what were they last year? I mean Brian. What My name's Brian
0: and they won twenty games last year. Twenty games. Uh, so they can't win five more games I think with the number can, one overall I think draft think They can pick? win five more games. All right, Bo. I think so. Bo and, said under. and I'm is is Killian Hayes um healthy? Yes. He's playing so yeah. I mean they've got two two I don't good know.
1: I don't know if he young is. point guards. I believe he's healthy. It doesn't matter if he it doesn't matter. Is I'm isn't. going over. He is uh, that's an over that's one to bet on, actually, really, if it was me, Detroit, I might have to get some action on that. next is golden state warriors forty eight that's a lot of wins. that's Dallas territory <laughs> Vegas says under at minus one sixteen over minus one o five not a huge discrepancy there, but still different. They won 39 games last year. 39. And can they get 10 more yes. with Clay possibly coming back for half yes. the season? And, and Andrew Wiggins and vaccinated. Wiggins will play.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I see them as a very top tier team. Mm-hmm. I see them as a, a title contender. So
2: I'm overall. I'm, all, I'm over. Bo? 40 and a half. That's a lot to go over on.
1: Ooh, it's a lot.
0: I mean, think about it. says under. They're going to have Iguodala fetching them water. You know, like giving them pointers.
2: Clay ain't back till after Christmas.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
2: I'll say under again. I think.
1: Yeah, that's what Vegas thinks. It's fair. Why?
2: Why? Yeah,
1: just because Clay or whatever.
2: Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I think Curry's good, but. Yeah. I mean, I think Curry's awesome, but he's going to have to average like 35 a game on 50, 40, 90 to, to win 50 games. Yeah, well, he could. He could be well, a fucking MVP
1: next year.
2: <laughs> well, that's what it's going to have to take. Yeah, all right. He
1: sh- he showed it last year. Houston, Rockets, 27 and a half. What were they last year? 17. 17, and obviously there's going to be, like, a few games of, they played 10 less games last mm-hmm. year. So there's a, you could say there's a window of, like, two to three games sure. in either direction, but I don't know, like, yeah, so even if they had like two more wins out of ten games or whatever it is,
0: I mean, I think Houston wins. They won seventeen last season. I think they win more than seventeen this season, but I don't think they
1: win tw- twenty-eight. So In the West, that's a yeah. really high number. Vegas thinks under. I think under.
2: I'll mm-hmm. go double under. I'll say they <laughs> win twelve games. Oh, Bo
1: would bet three thousand dollars on uh, under Houston. Their- oh, I'll bet on that Bo too. Says. Twelve wins. Um, so need
0: you to. I'm gonna fax this over to you, or I All can right. email it to, you and you can docu sign it.
2: I got you. And then what? So when they win, when they get their thirteenth win in the second week of the season, what do I do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you lose. Next up, Pacers. Yeah, Pacers forty two and a half. What were they last year? Thirty four. No, no TJ Warren. TJ's not ready yet. They got Rick
2: Carlago over.
1: Oh, TJ's not ready, and uh, Karras is out. Yeah.
2: Laverne Oh, he's got is the, out. that back injury. So they're
1: going to come out slow out of the gate unless that front court just dominates. Vegas thinks it's going to be over. It's negative 115 versus negative 108. Very close. That's probably the right fucking number. 42, so that's just over 500. I would be willing to say over because I'm a believer. I'm gonna go over, but I'm I'm scared. I wouldn't bet money on it, Mm -hmm. but I think because I believe in that team, Carlisle. I guess I believe in him. I don't don't know. (laughs) I'm going over because I believe in uh, Sabonis and Miles Turner.
0: I want to say over, but after I saw today that the Pacers are actually worse with. Miles Turner and Sabonis on the floor at the same time and they're better when they stagger them (laughs) Hmm. and they're not on the floor together. I'm going to make a snap judgment and say under, I do like, I do like Carlisle, but the injuries concern me. And uh, yeah, I think they, I think they have two great front court players that don't play well together. Oh, and I, 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 Think they should move Miles Turner for
1: somebody who plays better with Sabonis? It's interesting. I wonder what they could get from Miles Turner. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What could they get? Anything? I think probably. I don't think Indiana has any plans on moving
2: Uh any of those guys.
0: But what do you think? Did you did you call over under?
2: I'm going to say over. I'm just going to go with Carlisle. There you go.
1: That's my boy. And
2: as far as I don't know what guard you trade Turner for, or wing, or whatever.
1: Once the whole band gets together, yeah, rolling. I may regret this schedule. one. I
0: may regret. I may regret calling this under. This is this is the first one where I thought like I could.
1: That's fine. I could be wrong on, and that's
0: okay. You know,
1: it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Los Angeles Clippers forty-five and a half. What were they last year? Forty-seven. Oh. And Vegas favors the under. Mm -hmm. So... Brian also favors the under. Under, under, under. No Kawhi. Terrence Mann growth season under, under. Bo?
2: Paul George MVP.
1: In his dreams.
2: (laughs) I, I went under for the Warriors. I have to go under for the Clippers.
1: I think that's a wise move with no Kawhi. I think it's going to be. I I I think Terrence Mann is the most improved player of the year next year. He gets a lot of run, okay, but they don't win a lot of games. That's what I think. Uh, Lakers, fifty-two and a half. Sheesh! (laughs) That's that's busting. That's our (laughs) second highest win total uh, besides the Brooklyn Nets. Fifty-two and a half, Vegas. Favors the over. Vegas thinks they're gonna roll through. Vegas thinks they're gonna win sixty fucking games. They just can't put mm-hmm. it on print. Yeah. And they might. I think they absolutely roll through the regular season. You would take over?
0: I would i I'm taking over.
1: Yeah, it's a smart bet, but it's not a huge discrepancy between the unders. 112 to 108. And they could I could see like at the end of the season they're jockeying for a position they want home court uh-huh. they win games at the end of the season yeah they probably end up with like 55 56 wins i'd go over bo
2: i'll do i'll do the over
1: it's smart i mean they're not fucking around it's carmelo wants to get that fucking ring dude <laughs> <laughs> carmelo wants it so bad they are not fucking around. westbrook too man oh my god westbrook is like Westbrook's going to super fucking, fucking Nova. I got money on Westbrook to win I the think, MVP. Dude, I think
0: he's exa- he is exactly what that team needs. AD
1: and Westbrook? Yeah. Like, that alone is enough. Yeah. Are we not, like... <laughs> all right. Enough with the Lakers. Next. Here we the, go. Let's go. The Memphis Grizzlies. They got us at 500, the motherfuckers. All <laughs> year last year. If they can just go 500. <laughs> 41 and a half. You, know, you want to know what vegas favors of course you do over i also favor the over i think they get they've done nothing but get better every year last year what was the win total last year's win total was
2: 38 very close over all day for me and jenkins by all accounts is a, an excellent coach and teacher
1: as far as we know
0: yeah, I think adding I think adding Stephen Adams is going to be a shot in the arm
1: for this for this team. So, well, they've just consistently yeah. as, as Stephen Adams would say, they've just consistently yeah. gotten better mate. every year, mate. mate. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> yeah, mate, Jaron, mate, they're gonna get Jaron and John, mate, they're gonna get better again. Yeah, I'm taking the over. Yeah, it's a smart play, Vegas. It's a pretty. Uh, Vegas thinks very heavily on the over, so it's way worse odds. Next, Miami Heat, 48 and a half. That's high. That's Dallas. Mm. That's Dallas Mavericks territory. Yeah. Miami <laughs> Heat. The Miami Heat. Vegas favors the under, though. But I think with Kyle Lowry, that's a huge addition. Tyler Hero is going to be balling out. Bo, what do you think?
2: I think they they go over. I think that they're going to – I think Lowry and Mm -hmm. Jimmy, they can kind of –
1: I think they're going to make a point.
2: Take days – you know, they could take a day off or not take a day off, and they'll either be fine Mm -hmm. doing that or they'll be fine playing 82. I
1: think they're going to make a point to win a lot of games, especially early. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got the sixth seed
0: last year. That's disappointing. They want home court advantage. And they're a team that that could get home court advantage in the playoffs. They are
1: coming off a disappointing year. I think there's going to be a message sent this year. Mm -hmm. I'm going over. Yeah, I think we're all overs on the heat. Bucks, 54 and a half. Right under the nets. Right over the Lakers. I think, I mean, should I just say it right off the bat? I, I think it's over. I think, that's I think they'll,
2: a they'll go for the best record in the league this year with Bud and those guys. I think they're going to try to make a statement again. Yeah. Brian,
0: I'm going over as well. We're all over on that. 54. Giannis?
1: It's right in his right in the prime zone, buddy.
2: And it, right in his prime? I think he's younger than that, Jeff. 26.
0: I mean, they rolled last year. They're returning the same team. Uh, this yeah, this, is a, this is a this is a team of of really good young guys and vets. So I don't really see a Grayson like Allen, and, and, and they added Grayson <laughs> Allen. Um, I don't underestimate that. <laughs> There's Divincenzo Insurance. Yeah, I mean Grayson and Conaton are
1: gonna be Drew Holiday.
0: Clubbing and going to MAGA rallies and
1: I don't think this is a situation like after Dallas won the title Mm -hmm. and they all just like came in flat as fuck the next year. Mm -mm. No. This is a situation where it's like, yeah, we're gonna double down. Like we wanna stay competitive. I think
0: all those guys in their heads, they're like, We want we want a small market
1: dynasty. Dynasty the shit. I love it. Over, over, over. Timberwolves, Bo, your team. For the lowered expectations. Thirty-four and a half. They won twenty-three last year, under. Oh.
2: Vegas Ooh. says
1: uh Vegas says over. Bo, what do you think? Brian said under.
2: I said uh, he said uh, he didn't even say under. He said it like without flinching. He said, fuck you, it's under. They suck. I'm going thirty-four is uh, a lot of wins. I should go under, but I'm gonna take the homer and go over and say that they've got gooped. Gumta or whatever his name is, and French. I think Finch is actually a good coach, and they got Pat Beverly, who's going to help Tony Allen up the culture, which they need. So I'll, I'll go over. You're the only one. Go I do ahead.
0: like Cat. I think Cat has a. I like Cat. I think he's going to have a really big year. I just don't think he's enough.
1: And I like Anthony Edwards too, but I just don't. I just don't see it happening up there. Thirty-four wins. It's. They're still projecting them under
0: 500. I mean, keep in mind, somebody in in the West has to suck, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: So let's put this in perspective for the Timberwolves. The Sacramento Kings are projected two more wins than the Timberwolves. Yeah, two more straight up. That's not good for the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, like, are the Timberwolves better than the Wizards? Because Vegas says they're better than the Wizards by a game.
0: I think if the Timberwolves
1: were in the East, they're much better than the Wizards. I would agree with that. Yeah, but the Timberwolves are in the West. That's true. And they're playing tougher teams every week. I am i mean, I'm obviously under. I
0: mean, NBA teams are only found in two conferences, the East and the West.
1: And I think Vegas thinks the over is more possible because of the way they finished the season after teams stopped playing them competitively the timberwolves that is so i think vegas is totally fucking wrong here i think under good luck though hey uh, i look forward to hearing about the timberwolves every week it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun for me to be negative about them right no i mean i'm not trying to be negative either i just i just don't like it i don't like that fucking team I think there's too well, much bullshit.
2: Well, you know what? I'm trying to become a Timberwolves fan, and so it's been all bullshit apparently and no. It's been no, bullshit since KG left. That's what I keep hearing they from. They could
0: really friends. use like a Jimmy Butler type player. They I could. think um I mean thirty four point five is just high for me. If you if you put it at
1: thirty one and a half, I might have to think about it. I just don't like the uh, I don't like the state of the franchise. <sighs> It's like almost like about uh, individual achievements over team there. I don't like the. You don't like the culture. I don't like the culture. I don't like the pulse of mm-hmm. that team. And uh, I think there's been so much bullshit around that team that it's, they just have no chance. Like it has to be fucking destroyed. There was never anything stable. Like what's the most stable thing about Minnesota Timberwolves? Mm.
0: I haven't changed their uniforms in a while, I don't believe. <laughs> no.
2: And the Target Center's been there for a that's long time. It's not enough.
1: <laughs> that's not
2: enough. Yeah, I my, mean, it's still in the same
1: city, so
2: that's stable. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the Target Center, Kate, much, my wife, she saw the new kids on the block at the Target Center a long time ago. That's cool. It, there's, too much, play there.
1: there's too much distraction there. There's too much bullshit, and it's ingrained in... In the culture, mm-hmm. that it's bullshit after bullshit. They got a lot of bullshit. Work to do, yeah. they gotta fucking burn it. If I'm them, I'm trading for Ben Simmons. Like, whatever you want. You want Cat, you want D'Angelo, take them both. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. get Ben Simmons, just fucking start over. Anyway, moving on. Pelicans, 39 and a half. Last year, they were 31 games. Nine games more. Vegas thinks under. I want to take the under.
0: I do too.
1: Market. I'm taking the under. And why are we all thinking this?
0: I just, I don't think they got better.
2: I don't think they did either. I don't think that the uh, Valentunas makes them better because mm-hmm. why get Valentunas when you have Zion? I, I, unless and, Zion, you know, I, I was wondering about that. Valanciunas trade—that if that was a panic trade when Zion had that foot surgery. That they wanted some easy buckets, in, mm. then, yeah, to keep their offense. Devontae
0: Graham—that's that's a really good point. Devontae
2: right? Graham's
1: an easy bucket too, boom. That's his yeah, good but he's point. not he,
2: he's, he's not sixty-five percent bucket like Zion or Valanciunas. No, but those but, guys are both
1: bucket getters.
2: Well, right. So when you lose one, you go get another. Yeah, they got two. Well. They thought they had one. They thought they had zero, so they got one more. Yeah, and they got
1: Devontae, who can get 30 a night easy. But did they get better? No. No. Oh, I just, man, that's tough. I think they're under in the West. Forty nine, like 40 wins? 39 and a half? 40 wins? We're all taking the under? I think so. yeah. 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 That's 500 ball. Like, okay, so we took the Grizzlies over. Who's going to be jostling for right. those last spots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Pelicans are out. Uh, Knicks are next 41.5. Vegas, it's even. Mm-hmm. This is one of those rare evens. One of two teams that are even 41.5, even odds.
0: Ask me how many games they won last year. Just tell us. They won 41 games
1: last year. Oh, it's the same team coming back. Uh-huh. but Plus Kemba. I think they get better. Well, I don't know. Kemba doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah. What moves the needle for me is uh, player growth uh-huh. within the already set lineup and uh, Thibodeau getting another year with those players. Uh-huh. So I guess I got to take the over. Which is a lot of wins, but hey, we took Atlanta. I took over 46 and a half. You guys took unders on that, but hey, if Atlanta can get 46, New York can get more than 41, right? I agree. So you're over. Mm-hmm. Bo?
2: I'll go Thibodeau over. I like it.
1: I bet on that. I think
0: I already did. Tibbs has a shit ton of point guards, so he can just run them as much as he wants. You know, <laughs> he's got Kemba, he's got D Rose, he's got IQ. Yeah,
2: Alfred Payton. It'll be fun. I don't think they're like the. <laughs> they're not the best team ever, but I think they'll they'll <laughs> they they'll be they'll be
1: good. They, they and Mitchell Robertson, they could be in line for a trade with somebody too. You know.
0: Mitchell Robinson returns after that, that changes things for him too. Cause it's I, I believe in that dude. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I, 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 it, 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 you mentioned trade with the Knicks and I'll bring it back to the Grizzlies. If I can real quickly, mm-hmm. I think that kind of has Vegas a little timid because the Grizzlies do have a lot of redundant players mm-hmm. and trade assets. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Grizzlies could make a trade up. Yeah. They could trade like a two for one with picks and get, you want
1: to say that, but yeah. Man. That's not happening. It could happen. And it could happen for the Knicks, too. Next up is Oklahoma City Thunder. Last year, they were. They won 22 games last year. This year, they're 23.5. Oh, what do you think here? I'm going to say they're going to. Keep... Favor?
2: Vegas favors the under. I'm going to go under.
0: That's so few wins. I think you'd have to be. I mean, with Oklahoma City, I think you'd have to be stupid to take the over i don't know man like i've watched some josh giddy
1: highlights (laughs) dude they'll probably win like 22 games yeah under yeah i'm going under like uh, if they go over i wouldn't bet on it Mm -hmm. just because weird things can happen with these young teams like that like they could catch fire but i don't think it will Uh -uh. this you just like every year there's a young team that comes out of nowhere yeah and wins more than they're supposed to.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about it, like I mean, organizationally, I don't feel like Oklahoma City wants to
1: win. SGA wants to win every year. Ben Simmons is going to want to win <laughs> <laughs> every year. Somebody surprises <laughs> us, and uh, Oklahoma could be a surprise team, but I'm not willing. I wouldn't be willing to bet money on it. Yeah. Next, Oklahoma. Uh, next after Oklahoma is the Orlando Magic at twenty two and a half. Uh, Vegas is under what did last year say? Um, they won twenty one games last year. Okay, so if you count for the uh mm-hmm. ten games not played, Vegas is under mm it's probably really close. I'm so going right I'm going
0: under. I'm just not I'm not I, I I've liked Suggs. Yeah, that's I a, like their draft pick, but I mean
1: Jonathan Isaac's gonna end up going on like a mission trip for two years, so and that's a team that we see the Heat and the Pacers yeah. just beating up on. Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, the Bulls, like these Eastern Celtics Conference gonna teams. Celtics are going to destroy them. Yeah, all these Eastern Conference teams are going to look at that like blood in the water. I don't think they have the capability to be like a trap team, like catch people off guard and win. I don't think they yeah. are good enough to do that.
0: How many games are they playing on Sunday? Can Jonathan Isaac <laughs> play in those games? I don't know. <laughs> But what do you think? <laughs> Fuck.
1: I'm uh, um, super under on it. Yeah. yeah. But 22 is such a low number. It's hard to take an under on that. It's probably the right fucking number.
2: Yeah. Not every opposing team coming in is a Lopez brother. So. Right. You know they're not all fired up to stay up all night and go to the Disney World.
1: <laughs>
2: so I'll go under.
1: Yeah. Next Philly. 76ers, 50.5 wins. Vegas favors the under. What did they win last year? They won 49 last year. So, it's right on target, essentially, but 10 games. So, they probably would have won like 52 or 53. Mm -hmm. Vegas likes the under. They think the Ben Simmons distraction is a problem. And, uh, I mean. Maybe. Are we all in agreement on Doc
0: Rivers?
2: Yeah, I would go under. Yeah but
1: not by I'm, a lot Embiid being Embiid, but what do you think?
2: I have a hard time with this. Like maybe if Ben Simmons really is going to get traded and not be there to start the season, maybe they play pretty good and mm-hmm. they get, they trade. Maybe they don't trade him for like the big pieces they want, but they get a couple of good pieces and
1: maybe they're better
2: off. I mean, yeah.
0: Embiid could also destroy whatever's left of his leg. This- oh yeah.
2: His, he could, his leg could just like it just like, Mm-hmm. Fall off. I'll tell
1: it. you, fifty wins is just a fucking dumbass number. And then the over under discrepancy is not that big. It's yeah. one hundred eight to one twelve. I mean, this is just a push to me. Uh, I think Embiid with Tobias and who, and, and Maxi mm-hmm. and whoever else.
0: I, I don't think Simmons is that. I don't I, him not playing isn't that big of a swing for me. You
1: take a max but player off,
0: but it's. It's him beats leg that makes me nervous. And Doc
1: Rivers is not a good coach. So, yeah, I'm under. But Brian is under. I'm under.
2: Oh, I'll go under as well.
1: Not by a a lot, but the consensus is that Philly will win less than 50 games after they were in first place going into playoffs last year. But again, it's just a weird situation. I think it's a situation where Boston moves up and Philly moves down. It's going to be tough. That shit with... uh, God, that shit with uh, Embiid at Media Day was still super weird, too, where he was talking about uh, he, wished he still had Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Essentially is yeah. what he was saying. And Like they picked Simmons over Simmons Butler. was the reason. Mm. I don't know. It's very strange stuff going on in Philly. Maybe too much strange I don't like stuff, it, yeah. But... Embiid, I think, can get you 50 wins. Can he get you 50.5? Nah. Mm. (laughs) That's my logic. There you go. They're going to get 49 to 50. We'll see. Uh, That all hinges on what they do with Ben Simmons. It's really fucking kind of stupid to even talk about it. Uh, (laughs) Phoenix, 51.5. Vegas favors the under. And that's a Big discrepancy. The over pays plus 100. The under is negative 120. So Vegas thinks there's no way it's more than 51 games.
0: Ask me how many games. They how won many games? Year. They like? won 51 games
1: last oh. year. I right. do want over all day. So, Bo, what do you think?
2: I'd say over, yeah, absolutely.
1: That's three overs. Come on. They're
2: only going to get better.
1: That was yeah. a young team mm-hmm. that won 51 games in a mm-hmm. shortened season. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, Vegas, dude? That's a one. Um, hundred percent going back and betting on. It. I'm putting stars next to all the fucking teams I want to go back and bet on. That discrepancy, I'm gonna put a thousand dollars on Phoenix to get more than fifty-one, and eight months from now, I'll go get that money. <laughs> I don't like actually <laughs> betting on these over unders. <laughs> your money just sits on that bet You're for right, yeah. eight yeah. fucking months. All right, next is Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> I already have like $120 tied up in this <laughs> shit, and I'm like, that's enough. Uh, Portland, 44.5. Vegas favors the under. What were they last year? 42? 42. What do we think? Better or worse? Uh, it's probably pretty close if you consider the game mm-hmm. differentials from last season to this season. But what do you think?
2: I say over. I think they added Larry Nance, and I think, Dame is going to try and go for it. He's not going to quit on the team. They re-signed and, Nolan and, Powell too, right? Uh, Yeah, they will re-sign, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like if you have like your alpha going in the season, like all in, and then you have like a coach, like we talked about, Billups, who's going to like, who was a guard and knows how, that. presumably they're on the same, same wavelength, otherwise they wouldn't have hired him. I think it's going to be a good fit, and it's going to work out. Though I, Terry Stotts is a good coach,
1: we all think Vegas is wrong. We're all going over.
0: Yeah, I'm going over on the uh, on the Blazers. Damn, damn,
1: damn, Dame. Spurs. Yeah, the
2: oh. I think the Blazers like you give me the Blazers or the Grizzlies in a head to head. I take the Blazers.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's very comparable wins, uh, just like three games difference. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good point. Spurs 28.5. Vegas thinks it'll be over.
2: All right, Jeff, it's your team. You go first.
1: This is one of those big discrepancies, though, where under pays a lot more. Over is negative 125, under is plus 105. I've already bet on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I took the over.
3: Hmm.
1: Manu, manu, manu. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some stuff in the next segment. On the Spurs, so I'm going to kind of sit this one out. I would love to hear what you guys think.
0: Uh, they won 33 games last year, um, mm-hmm. but they're minus DeRozan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going under. Oh, I'm going under. I I, I mean, I like the young Spurs guys, and uh, and I
1: know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> I know you like the Spurs new big man, but. No, it's not that I like them. I am just paying more attention. Yeah,
0: I just I think they're one of the teams in the West that gets worse.
2: Okay, Bo, I think under. Wow, you guys are
1: spraders. <laughs> I am over. I already bet on it. Next is, uh, and I'll get into that later. Sacramento Kings thirty six point five. That seems high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I am a I am under. Yeah, Vegas favors the under. What did they do to get better? They won 31 last year. How did they get better exactly? did get better. Under, under, under. De'Aaron I has mean, another year under his belt, yeah. but what type of team is and, De'Aaron uh, going to have around him after all these trades go down anyway? Everybody on that team seems super tradable. It just seems like they're going to blow it up. Maybe they won't. It just feels like the most blow upable team. They keep signing Davian Mitchell. Or they just drafted Davian Mitchell. They keep signing, like, uh, they keep drafting, like, more and more guards. Mm-hmm. And, like, you already have a starting point guard yeah. and a starting shooting guard. Yeah. And you just drafted a whole other set of those. Right, yeah. In the last two years. And I like I like Mitchell, but he can't play forward. Like, I just, you know. They're just waiting for the right deal to come.
0: Once, again, once again, an organization that is a total mess. Total... <laughs> shit show
1: jesus when are you guys ever gonna fucking just draft by need instead of just taking best player available Mm -hmm. over and over and over build around fox what are you doing (laughs) hey man he's still young
0: You don't tell me
1: we're running out of time uh i'm under on it i'm out on the kings Bo.
2: yeah i think the wolves are going to beat the kings 10 out of 10 times a season. So I'll say under. That's a good point, but Yeah. Then they'll play four times maybe three. They're I gonna
1: get you. They're both gonna get beat up on. I'm going under. Brian yep. under. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto Raptors 35 and a half what did they do last year. 27. 27. They're gonna get Ooh. better.
2: Vegas favors the over. Vegas Van fleet, huh? It will be better. Because they know they're going to trade for DeRozan. I think that's a team that gets beat up on the
1: East. I think that's right. Boston, Bulls, you know, we already went through it. Already said it. Bucks, teams like that, like, Mm -hmm. pad their fucking wins, playing against teams like Toronto, Mm -hmm. Orlando, Indiana's padding. Under. Yeah, 35 is a lot. That's almost 500 and for some reason, I think Vegas is wrong here. Vegas favors the over. What are they seeing that I'm not seeing? Siakam didn't have a good season at all last year. I mean, he could bounce back, but. But what do you think?
2: I have a heart I'm, I'm going to go. My instinct is to go under despite Nick Nurse. I think I just have to say under. I think that, that probably at this point in their, their building process, they need to lose games. Get a better draft pick. Good and point. they know
1: that. Good point. Vegas is way off. I would bet on this one, and I I, I will. I'm gonna take that under. I just don't want to tie up more money. All right, Utah Jazz, <laughs> fifty one point five. Vegas favors the over. One twenty. The under is one o four. bit of a discrepancy there. Vegas favors the over fifty one point five. What last year? They won 52 last year. I'm going over.
2: I think we all are with Rudy Gay there.
1: <laughs> Bo, what do you think?
2: Well, Rudy Gay's going to start the, the season off injured with some heel surgery he had in the offseason. Uh-huh. So that might skew our... No, I think they'll go over. Yeah. I think Gobert and...
1: Healthy crew. Donovan. Yeah. I think Donovan's got a lot to prove. He'll be beating up on those Pelicans... Um, Donovan's going to be beating up on the Thunder Pelicans. Uh, the Grizzlies probably going to be beating up on them. The Rockets, Dallas, like Utah is beating up on Dallas, right? You what do you think? think? Yeah. Like they're taking some of those wins away from Dallas. Maybe not Denver, but they're taking some of those wins away from Dallas. I think, what do you think though?
2: I would think so. I would yeah. think Utah is gonna wax Dallas. I yeah. think he what's his face? The coach in uh Quinn. Yeah, Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder. He's gonna like just tell Jason Kidd, hey man, we're gonna have drinks before the game and <laughs> and Kid's gonna be like, Cool, yeah, I'll pregame for these drinks, then Quinn'll never show up and kid will be shit faced and that'll be the game. Quinn Snyder's gonna take Jason kid to a
1: like a underground casino in Utah. And, <laughs> yeah. It's like a speakeasy casino. (laughs) He's going to get Jason Kidd in all kinds of trouble. And he's going to throw him the keys to a rental car. (laughs) All right.
0: See you tomorrow. See see you back at the hotel, bud. No, you're driving yourself. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Over. Nah, Jason,
0: we drove here separately.
1: Over Utah. Remember,
0: you drove that G-Wagon with the dealer plates on it. Here's the keys.
1: So two teams that we thought were comparable last year was Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Sun. They're both at 51.5 wins. We took the over on both. We took the over on both of them, Phoenix and Utah. It's interesting. Next, Washington Wizards, last but definitely least, is one of the hugest discrepancies. The over, it's 33.5 wins. Uh, Brian, what did they do last year with Russell Westbrook? They won 34 games with with Russell Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. The over is favored by Vegas. (laughs) I've already put money on this one. (laughs) The under is plus 105, over minus 125. I'm under all day. You guys can say whatever yeah, yeah. you want. This is like the e- one of the easiest choices of the night. This is so dumb. <sighs> How are you going to be better without like a triple-double should have been the MVP player? Yeah. <laughs> You're not. But what do you think? I think, yeah, third, yeah no, under. The under pays better. Vegas is fucking wrong here. And look... At the end of the year, we'll look at it. But 33 and a half. We're going to come back and visit these. Uh, we're going to look at these because this, uh, this is interesting stuff here. That's it, though, man. What was the reasoning for the fucking Wizards? The reasoning for the Wizards. montres Harrell, Kuzma, KCP provide the return for Russell Westbrook and the Wizards hope that these three players can potentially equal Westbrook's insane production during the second half of the season. Well, they can't. That's the logic on them being better. What's that? Kuzma and Montrez Harrell, who have been ran out of L.A. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the Wes Unsell Jr. story is great, and I like it, but I'm not betting on them to win more than
1: I'm not betting on to win 34 games. No way. I think that wraps it up, boys. All right. For uh, things we had specially prepared. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, I have some stuff for our lowered expectations teams, but I think we should hold it off for next week because uh, we're already running late. I'm just going to read one quote about the Spurs, and then we're going to leave. All right. All right. All right? One more drink. I just opened a beer.
2: I, I'm not staying for a beer, but I'll That's stay fine. for a quote.
1: That's fine. So, Ginobili's appetite for coaching is unclear. But Popovich was asked about Manu on media day, and this is what he said. He said he's going to do everything, and this is my first official You know, Spurs talk. Nobody thinks the Spurs are going to be good. We just did the Vegas over-unders. Nobody thinks they're going to be good. Popovich said this about Ginobili. He's going to do everything. He's going to help Brian Wright, who's the general manager in management, He's going to help me with coaching. He's going to help the players with development. He's probably going to scout some people. I think he's probably going to figure out a two-week trip to Italy to scout foreign players. I'll go with him. That's what Popovich said. That was a joke. (laughs) But I'm being serious. He's going to do a lot of those things and see where he feels comfortable. It's just great to have him around the program, in the program, for all kinds of reasons, but mainly because we love the guy and he's Manu Ginobili. So who wouldn't want to have him around? I think there's an overwhelming sense of, like, uh, blanketing and comfort with Manu around. He eases things. I think Manu's just a good dude to have around. I think he always has been. Mm -hmm. We're talking about former sixth man of the year, a guy that wasn't – NBA champion. He wasn't a five-time NBA champion that wasn't like a main focal point in the system but was also like a two-time all-star while not being considered a superstar. Bobovich made a big deal about his team not having any superstars. I think that's important, that it's a very team-oriented – Situation where he's just waiting for some somebody to like pop, waiting for somebody to rise, like the cream to rise to mm-hmm. the top. Um, there's an opportunity for everybody on that roster, and Popovich, as far as I can tell, seems super excited. And that's what I took away from Media Day. I'm gonna leave it there. Popovich seems excited that he doesn't have a superstar on his team, he seems Excited to be able to just coach mm-hmm. this team of guys. I think they're going to surprise some people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You think okay.
0: You think 15 mice are going to fall into a bowl of cream? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Total Christopher Walken situation. <laughs> One of those mice. Listen. It's going to rise to the top.
0: Where are you going tonight, Keldon? To the all-star game?
1: Ooh, some more exotic. I wish. I hope. I hope a Spurs player makes the All-Star game. That'd be awesome. That's it. That's all I got. I'm sure you guys are ready to go. Bo? Sure. You got shit to do tomorrow, huh?
2: Always. You Maybe gonna be,
1: you're going to be here next week. If you'll have me. Absolutely. Brian couldn't keep me away if you tried, man. Thanks, you guys, for coming and doing this this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. See ya. Kick it!
2: You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.